Robert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a number. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. All right, boys and girls, we're back. Houston Dynapod podcast with me, Finister, and we are going to do a post-game analysis of the show that was Portland Timbers versus our club, our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo. We lost. We lost the game in the last 17 minutes. Okay, we've seen this story before. Why did we lose? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me, let me give you my opinion. They scored first. They scored in the first six minutes. We didn't come out the way I felt we needed to. I said in the pregame, we need to come out on the front foot and we need the lead first. We are not a play from behind type of club. We are a club, in my opinion, that is going to press and we're going to get tired. It's, it's a fact. You press, you press all over the field, high press, your guys are going to get worn out. So if you're expecting to high press and then come from behind at the end, it's not going to happen. The best you can do is hold on for a draw. So they scored in the first six minutes. Uh, Stats-wise, they had six shots on target to our three. They had 22 shots to our eight. Possession was split 50-50. Yellow cards, two apiece. We had six corners to their four. We had 15 fouls to their 17. Marco Marich is credited with four saves, while their keeper was credited with three. And they had one offsides, and we didn't have any. So, what went wrong? I just told you. They scored first. Now, I went to the game, excuse me, I went to Pitch 25 and sat with the Surge Supporters Group. Really nice bunch of guys. For real. Uh, but one thing, Pitch 25, if you're listening. Fucking move your soccer pool table. You have it in front of the big screen. And there's all these Astros fans, no offense if you're an Astros fan, that are fucking standing there and we can't watch. That's piss poor planning. Move the fucking soccer pool table so when the supporters group comes there and they bring money and they bring people who are going to put you know money into your establishment so they can enjoy themselves. That was ridiculous. I mean, fucking sit down. If you're not shooting, move. They had a ref up there. Like, you need a ref for soccer pool. It's the fucking soccer pool. You kick it, it goes in, boom. The ball's out. Ridiculous. Um, the last 10 minutes, God, maybe the last 15, extremely chaotic. Chaos is not our friend. Portland missed two or three scoring opportunities in that time. Great. And we really didn't have any. It was the same with San Jose. There was chaos at the end. That chaos made me feel during the San Jose match that we might end up walking away with a draw instead of a win. We do not do well with chaos. We do not have the natural athletes to be chaotic. When we play our system, when we work the wings, we are successful. Now, what is the common denominator with the chaos? Is it our substitutions? Look at the timeline. When we start making subs, shit starts getting chaotic in both matches. So, is it that our subs lack discipline to carry out that, you know, that, that game plan? Are they unable to carry out the game plan? Or are they in there to create chaos? I'm sorry. 
our subs, when they come in, aside from Lassiter, we take a hit as far as pace goes. We get significantly slower. Last I checked, speed kills. And if you're going to put in your slow guys and, and throw in chaos, it's not working. So one of the big things today, as is with every time we lose, is talk about ownership. Brenner out, De La Hoya out, Walker out. And everybody, well, there's people that, you know, we need to boycott the matches. We need to not go. We need to not buy their shit. Man, why? You're pissed at ownership. Okay? The owners don't play the game. The players play the game. Coach coaches the game. Our city is represented by this team, regardless of ownership. So, as far as me, personally, boycotting the team, fuck no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to support them in spite of ownership. They've made plenty of movies and shows about this. Watch Major League. The team rallies behind an owner that wants them to fail. Watch Ted Lasso. The team rallies behind an in spite of an owner that wants them to fail. Do our owners want us to fail? I don't think so. I think they want to be successful with what we're given. Unfortunately, if you watch sports or you know things about sports, it's not how it works. Look at Manchester City today. Okay, They dominated my team, Tottenham. And I'm looking at the amount of value on that bench and in that lineup. And there are four Spurs players who would make the game day squad for Manchester City. There's like three that would start. Maybe two. There's probably two guys that would start on that team. So yeah, money helps. But if we're not if our owners aren't going to support the club, we need to support them in spite of it. We're not supporting the owners. If you go and we pack the stands, even though we're terrible, we're more attractive to a new owner. I don't know an own look, there's the buy low, sell high plan. Okay? If we look like a depreciating asset where we're not worth a damn, where nobody comes out, it's going to limit our buyer's market because we're not going to be worth as much. We're going to be a bad asset, a bad investment. But if we're packing the stands and we're creating revenue and we're turning a profit, which is extremely hard in MLS, there is a good chance we get an owner who gives a shit. It's true. So let's talk about our players last night. First and foremost, Marco Marich, our keeper. Oh my God, there's constantly people that get on to Marco. Guys, he is 25 years old. It is his second year in the United States. He is 25 years old. Your average keeper in Europe, in England, is 28. Okay, he probably should have saved that second goal. However, if you look, it looked like he was slightly screened by our defenders. His distribution with the ball was pretty average. Stop being negative about this guy. He's what we got. He's 25. I, I, tend, I actually like him. I like Marco Marich. I like all our players, if we're being honest. I support all of them. When they do poorly, that's one thing. But he made him... He, he, they scored. It was a header back and a volley goal. That's a fucking hard save. There's world-class keepers that make that mistake. First goal, nothing you can do. Okay? Let's move on. Adam Lundquist. Love Adam. Another decent performance. Steady Eddie on the left-hand side. Adam's going to do his job. He's going to do what he's supposed to. He's going to keep the left winger, or their right winger, relatively quiet. And again, he's a younger kid. He, was he 26? Okay, I like him. I think he's doing good. 
he's doing okay. He's doing well. You know, he's he's a six, seven type of guy, ratings wise. So I'm all right with Adam. Boney thought this guy got a goal. Unfortunately, it was an own goal on uh, Portland. Man, you could see this match when we played a team with a lot more pace. His lack of mobility definitely hurt us towards the end when things got chaotic. I can't fault Boniac Garcia. He is playing out of position because we do not have depth at center back. We don't have quality depth at center back. At this point, it's going to be Junqua, uh, Bartlow, Fumayor, Figueroa. And here's your options. A 37-year-old and Figueroa, a generation Adidas guy in Bartlow, who is his first year. Funmayor, who hasn't been able to be consistent. And then uh, Junqua, who has looked good, but then sometimes he looks he looks lost. Boniak is a utility midfielder that can play the, the midfield role or the defensive midfield role. He's playing center back. So that's an issue that we have to remedy. Tim Parker, uh, still our best player, still our leader. He's still solid. That first goal, you could partially blame on him. Okay, Chara, I think, got the, the deflection back to Asprilla. That's a tough one, man. That was a hell of a redirection. All right, Zarek got beat on the inside. You know, if Tim Parker had a true center back next to him, that would definitely help. Because maybe that ball doesn't get through. Maybe the other center back is positioned between the ball and the passing lane. Tim, Timmy's all right. Trust in Timmy. He's going to keep us where we need to be. He's going to be our rock on that back line. Zarek Valentin, the handsome man. Uh, I've noticed this this year, and maybe I'm wrong, but he looks like he's up and down. Like he has good spells in the match, and then he has shit go wrong. Towards the end, he looked beat. He looked beat. He looked tired. I don't know if he fell down during a challenge or if he slipped, but man, did he look exhausted. The goal, like I said, you could, you could say that was his fault. Uh, he missed that quick little inside run by Asprilla. He put it home. That's, that's tough, though. How many times does that deflection go right to Asprilla? How many times does Parker barely miss that? Joe Corona. Um, I thought he looked better this match. He's not exactly bossing people around out there, but I definitely thought he looked better than in week one. And he is going to be critical in our midfield to moving the ball forward and linking play. So he looked better. That's great. I'm happy with that. Our defensive midfielder, Matias Vera, uh, another quiet one. But, you know, quiet's not bad. Quiet isn't bad. If things are quiet, you're doing what you're supposed to do. If you're quiet as a forward, that's bad. But as a defensive player, if it's quiet around there, you're doing okay. I still have very high hopes for him as he continues to develop. And he looks like the defensive midfielder's role is his. He looks like that's his role. Um, the hometown boy, Memo Rodriguez, good again. Solid performance. Up and down. Box to box. Linking play, creating chances. Extremely pleased with Memo. And I'm always going to be pleased with Memo. Unless he you know, kicks a dude in the throat and gets a red card. But I thought he did very well. And it's exciting. Homegrown player, hometown boy, doing great. There, there's talk about him possibly reaching that men's team level. That would be awesome. We don't have any of those. We have some former ones in Corona. I guess Timmy, maybe. But yeah, solid performance in Memo. 
you could tell this game with Fafa, we're moving on to Fafa, you could tell that Portland had more pace on their back line. Fafa was not able to create as much space as he did in week one. He was definitely out-muscled. Portland was stronger and faster. Okay, Fafa is doing what he's been brought in to do. He's stretching the defense. He's creating chances. He's crossing the ball in. He's you know cutting inside from the wing. I'm happy with him. And he, he's another bargain guy. He was not expensive. He's doing what needs to be done. And who else is going to play there? Bahamich one day, but he's obviously not ready. On the other side is Tyler Pasher. Oh my God, do I love this fucking guy. His footwork, his drive, his speed, his intangibles. Dude, I absolutely love this fucking kid. I, oh my God. You could bottle up his drive and put it in everybody. It would be amazing. And you know what? As a team, we have been competitive. We have driven towards the ball. We have fought. We do look determined. We don't look like we're quitting. And that is huge. God damn, does this kid fucking impress. USL to MLS. Give me the rock. Put me in. I'm going to make shit happen. My only, only complaint. Tyler, shoot the ball. Pull the trigger, dude. That sweet-ass counter from Arudi, I thought me, a non-tactical, non-soccer player, a dude that played baseball and football and threw heavy objects in track growing up, I thought you took one touch too many off that counter. There was that time where you could have moved it over on the left foot and taken a shot. I'm sure you know that. Shoot the ball, man. Let it fly. You scored a shitload of goals in USL. You're going to score them here. Let it fly. But, man, he was making people, getting to the line. Fucking kid is amazing. He's amazing. He really is. Uh, our number nine, Maxi Rudy. I've said this a couple times. He always kind of looks like he's just a step off where the ball is going. Now, what is that? It's not because he's slow. Is it because the passes are poor? Is it because he's slightly out of position? Um, I don't know. I do think that will change as he develops a rhythm because he's new. Pasher's new. Fafa's new. Corona's new. Fuck, there's so many new faces. It's going to take a little time. I'm not displeased with Maxi. He's a 30-year-old, 29-year-old, number nine. He's getting towards the end. But man, he tries. He hustles. He's out there. He's, he's making things happen. Stay with it, man. Stay with it. Substitution-wise, we saw the same four again. Ramirez comes in at the very end for Memo. Um, didn't get a chance to do really anything. Portland was running the clock out, moving it around. And Christian's not going to chase that down, dude. When they're playing keep away, Ramirez isn't the guy that's going to go walk somebody down and take the ball. Uh, Quintero. He looked a little dangerous, but doesn't he look off? How many times did he give the ball away off a poor pass or trying to be too fancy? He has to find his form. If he finds his form, that's a totally different end of the game. Because there were some times where he had it and he looked like things were going to happen. Next thing you know, he passes it right to Portland. Or he loses his footing and he misses his dribble. It, he doesn't look like he did last year. So fitness should come. Keep in mind, Darwin is older. I think he's 34. It's right around the time they start to lose a step. And they got to think with their brains instead of their legs. So hopefully he finds his form. My man, Derek Jones. I like, I like Derek Jones. He's so cunty. 
And by cunty, I mean he knows the game. He knows how to slow it down. He knows how to do shit to piss people off. It doesn't hurt that he's six foot fucking three. And if I got to take any of these guys into a fight with me, it's Parker and Jones. Dude, I like his, his game smarts. I like that he just doesn't give a fuck. What, what bothers me is when he gets passed up, when they, when they run past him, he doesn't look like he's going to run anyone down. He doesn't look like he has that gear to catch them, despite his size. So, I don't know. Box to box with him? Probably not. A holding midfield with him and Matias? More likely. But I do like his game smarts. Ari Lasseter came in again. You could see it. Portland are better defensively than San Jose. Ari was not able to get the same amount of space that he did for San Jose. Period. Neither was Fafa. It was a different game. They were bigger. They were stronger. They were a little faster. You can see a major difference in the defensive ability between Ari Lasseter and the other two wingers, Fafa and Tyler. Fafa and Tyler are better at tracking back. Ari, I think, what, last year, two years ago, played in a true striker position. So, I don't know. He's, he's not a defensive guy. But I wasn't displeased with this match. And if you're pissed about this match, you watched a different match. We, aside from the slow start, we got after it. There was a point at halftime, I was getting, uh, I was up, up and talking to somebody, and I said, man, I, I don't even know what I'm watching here. Because the first 45, minus the goal, minus the first six minutes, we were better than Portland. Second half, it was a bit of a change. They made some, you know, some substitutions. The last 15, 20 minutes were chaotic for us. We don't do well with that. But I thought we outplayed Portland for 39 of the first 45 minutes on the road against one of the consistently good MLS teams. That's a good sign. Okay? That's a good sign. Austin FC won their first game, so you know they'll be fucking talking about that forever. That's awesome. Uh, FC Dallas tied. Whatever. Fuck them. But the biggest thing that I'm taking away from this loss, there's a lot of negativity. I'm watching people on Twitter uh, and on Discord just complain and bitch about the ownership. I get that you're mad about the ownership, but the players do not reflect ownership. They do not. The players want to win. Us supporters, we want to win. Stop saying, I'm not going to support the club because of fucking Brenner. That's not how this works. We support the club. I don't support the fucking owners. I could give two shits who owns the team. I support the players. I support my fellow supporters that show up to the bar and to the, to the, to the, to the ah, fucking a remix to the stadium. That's who I support. I support the players, the club, the city. I don't fucking have a Brenner shirt. I don't. So, guys, we have a choice to make. Either you're fucking out or you're in. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in on this club no matter what. And if you can walk away, were you ever really a fan in the first place? you got to ask yourself that. Shit's hard, so we're going to walk away? That's, that's, that's not a good way to live your life. And I'm not the person to give fucking life advice. I'm not. So take that however you want. All right, rant over. So, guys, girls, we got another week. We got LAFC coming to town on Saturday. Um, we know that's a big one. It's a big one. Home field advantage when you play a team like that doesn't really matter that much. 
So we're going to have to show up, show out. We're going to have 9,000 people allowed in BBVA. Sell the fucking tickets. Go buy them. If they're too expensive right now, wait till Saturday. The prices come down. But get out there. Support the club. I won't be there. I have some responsibilities to take care of. So I will be watching from home and uh, hopefully celebrating three points. That's it, boys and girls. This has been the Houston Dynapod podcast. Hopefully I didn't piss too many of you off by uh, bashing your negativity. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Review. You can support us. There's a button down there where it's like support this podcast. And if you click it, it, uh, it asks you how much you'd like to commit each month. I put the money back into the show. Okay? I used the money to buy things and give them away. We gave away uh, tickets to FC Dallas a couple weeks ago. So that's it. Guys, let's kick some ass. Let's get positive. Let's support this club. Let's beat LAFC next week and go Dynamo. Albert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a double. And it's Momo Rodriguez again.